Nothing But The Words, episode number 79, Set and Achieve Your Writing Goals. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candice L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candice L. Davis. How is your writing going? Right now, there are a couple of things happening in the world that are inspiring more people to write, to work on their books. One is that NaNoWriMo is right around the corner. And if you're not familiar with NaNoWriMo, you can check it out at NaNoWriMo.org. Nano, N-A-N-O, RIMO, W-R-I-M-O, stands for National Novel Writing Month. This has been happening for more than 20 years now, and it's a challenge to write a 50,000-word novel in a month. Lots of writers take advantage of it to work on whatever kind of book they're writing. Even if they're writing a memoir or how-to book, it's nice to be a part of a community across the nation and the world now, really, where people are writing their books at the same time, and they're celebrating together, and they're reaching goals together. Obviously, if you write 50,000 words in a month or just over 1,600 words a day, what you'll have at the end is a rough draft, not a finished manuscript, but many people find it helps to be writing along with thousands of other people. The other thing happening right now is that the end of the year is in sight. We are just on the cusp of November, and so lots of people who said they were going to write their book this year are quietly freaking out right now. These are not my clients. My clients are writing. Some of my coaching clients are really stepping up their writing game right now. It's impressive to watch the way they're going after this gold. They are determined to finish writing their books before the end of the year, and they have a plan to do it. I have a couple of one-on-one clients who have book deals with publishers, and their manuscripts are due to their publishers by the end of the year. They can't afford to freak out. Instead, they are super serious about meeting their writing goals. Maybe you're trying to finish your book by December 31st. Even if you're not, I think it's so important to be able to set and meet your book goals, your own writing goals, just for yourself. If you're self-publishing like most authors do today, you don't have anyone setting external goals for you. If you don't meet your personal deadline, no one's going to know except for you, and you may not even have a personal deadline. Maybe you have an accountability partner or a mastermind group, and they'll give you a little hell about it if you don't hit your deadline. But what can they really do? Nothing. You might have a moment of embarrassment. You'll make some excuses, and then you all go on your way, right? They can't own your book goals for you. They can nudge you and support you, but they cannot make you right. (laughs) It would be lovely if people could make us do what we really want to do. So here's how you can stop messing around and get real about your writing goals. Number one, set your own deadline. Now, I am not going to tell you to announce it publicly. Fear of shame can drive some people, but I don't find it to be a very good motivator. Instead, I find most people, including myself many times in the past, can make excuses to the public just fine. We can do a little song and dance about the things that have come up in our lives since we announced that goal and explain it away. This is why I haven't been able to do it. We'll talk about all the other things we've done instead and try to deflect attention from that goal that has gone undone. So if sharing it publicly works well for you, of course you can share it with people. I just don't think it's necessary. (laughs) Choose a date by which you believe you can finish writing your draft of your manuscript and lock it down as your deadline. That is your deadline. 
If you want to finish your book by the end of January, put that deadline on your calendar. Add reminders every week of how many weeks you have until your deadline. So on Monday, when you have 12 weeks away, have a notice pop up that says you have 12 weeks until your book is due. Those reminders can be really helpful when we start to get distracted, especially when there is a significant amount of time until that deadline actually hits. As I said, if it helps you share your deadline with someone who will really support you in making it and support you in holding yourself accountable. Step number two, choose a word count goal or a chapter goal. So one of my clients is currently writing a chapter a week. Actually, a couple of them are. That's the schedule she needs to be on to meet her December deadline, and she is making it happen. She has blocked time in her schedule each week to both write a new chapter and to implement the feedback I've given her on the chapter she submitted to me for review in the previous week. So she has time for both things. And yes, she's also running a business while she's writing her book, but this is a priority for her. You can set your own goal by chapters, or you can set a word count goal. If you know you can write a thousand words a day, and you can do that with relative ease, it's about three pages a day, then it's 5,000 or 7,000 words per week, depending on whether or not you take weekends off. If you only write 500 words per day, and I don't say only to demean that number, there's nothing wrong with writing 500 words per day. But if you only write 500 words per day or one and a half pages, that might seem like a small number, but it's still 2,500 to 3,500 words per week. That could be a whole chapter for you. How much you need to write each week will be determined by your deadline. If you have eight weeks until the deadline you set and you have 16 chapters to write, be honest with yourself. Will you really be able to write two chapters per week, given everything else you have on your schedule? If not, adjust your deadline now. Unrealistic deadlines will just set you up to fail, and that is not a situation you want to be caught in. You'll end up beating yourself up and just prolonging the process and not enjoying it much. (laughs) And writing your book should be enjoyable most of the time. Step number three, track your progress. You can mark your word count on a calendar. Just write it on there, 3,000 words today, on your desk where you can see it every day. You can create a spreadsheet and let it automatically tabulate your total word count from each day. That way you can see how close you're getting to your goal. You might just mark an X on a calendar when you hit your goal for the day and you can look at your calendar, see all the X's and know, hey, all, all this week I've got X's. I hit my goal every day this week. Peloton suckers me in with that mess. When I get on the tread, I can look at my calendar. It's the first thing that comes up when I get onto the tread and put in my pen, our safety pen, which I'm so glad they have. And the first thing I see is the number of days in the last month that have a workout on them, whether or not I did a workout. Well, I want to see each day (laughs) that I've had at least one workout. So it does create a sense of continuity, a desire for that continuity. I also love to see a growing word count. So that works best for me to keep track of the total number of words. If you write in Scrivener, that's a word processing program. If you haven't heard of it, it's really great. You can set your word count goal there and it will keep track of how much you've written and how much you have left to go. And no, I do not recommend that you jump on Scrivener right now if you've already started writing your book or if you're just not into new technology, you do not need to learn a new program for this. Stay focused. Now, number four, put your writing time on your calendar. I say this to people and they they look at me like I'm crazy. 
But if you're time blocking for the other important things in your business, in your life, you've got to time block for your book too. Otherwise, you're treating it like an afterthought. Or some people will say, well, I put it on my calendar, but then something else takes over and I keep going. No, set notifications and reminders like you would for anything else. If you had a call with a client, you would not let something else take over that time. Stop playing with your writing time. Mark that time as busy so no one can book it on your calendar. If you had a meeting with your boss or a doctor's appointment in that slot, you wouldn't think to allow someone to take it over. You wouldn't think of that slot as flexible. If you want to finish your book by your deadline, then your writing time blocks cannot be flexible either, except of course, in the case of emergency. Now you may need two short writing blocks a day instead of a longer one. You may need to block three hours on Saturdays because you don't have time to write on Mondays and Tuesdays. This is not about doing it a particular way. I find that when you write every single day, it's easier to stay in the world of your book, right? That's a wonderful way to just keep going. You never get out of it. You never have to get back into it. But that doesn't work for everyone. You have to make your writing schedule fit your lifestyle, your work style, your family style. And step number five, acknowledge your progress and celebrate your successes. This is by far the hardest step for me to remember to do. (laughs) And I'm guessing most people skip it. We want to wait until we write the whole book before we celebrate in any way. But studies have shown that celebrating a small success trains your brain to want to do that thing you succeeded at again. Look at the work of BJ Fogg, the author of Tiny Habits, if you want to know more about how that works. But for now, all you need to know is that it doesn't have to be a big celebration. You can throw yourself a two-minute dance party. You can pat yourself on the back, literally. You can do what I do and say, Candace, you're doing great. (laughs) Your name in there, not Candace. But I will literally give myself a little cheer on the same way I would if it were my child or my client or anyone else. Do whatever feels like a little celebration to you. If your friend or your partner or your team member were writing a book, you would happily celebrate their successes along the way. You would celebrate that they hit their writing goal today. You would celebrate that they finished a chapter. You would celebrate that they only had three chapters to go. Do the same for yourself. Show yourself the same kindness and support you would give someone else. Listen, I know setting a deadline can seem scary. Writing your book gets real when you have a deadline. But remember, this is a draft of your book. It doesn't need to be perfect. And trust me, it will not be. (laughs) It will be far from perfect. But you'll take the time to read and revise your manuscript before anyone else, even your editor, sees it. If you're following your muse and you're writing on your own schedule and this doesn't work for you, then do you, my friend. There is nothing wrong with that process. It works beautifully for some authors who have produced really exceptional books over the course of three or five or 10 years for each book. But if you want to finish your book by the end of the year or the end of the next quarter or by any specific date, I would advise you to get clear about your deadline. Get clear about how much you can write and when. Give yourself the gift of focus on this project. Allow yourself to feel the emotions that come up as you write. They will not all be pleasant. (laughs) The resistance, the doubts, the sadness, the fears, and keep writing anyway. And finally, celebrate your progress at every step along the way. If you need help setting your writing deadlines and meeting them, DM me on Instagram at Candace L. Davis. I can help you with that. That's all for this week's episode, my friends. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.